Dave and Dujanovic. Special coverage of the top national story. If you have diabetes, um, you know somebody who does. This is this this one's for you. I mean, Eli, Eli Lilly, um, major pharmaceutical manufacturer, cutting insulin prices by seventy percent. It'll now be capped at thirty-five dollars a day for many people with diabetes. That's incredible news. That's outstanding news because obviously when you're a diabetic, you have to have insulin. You have to pay for it. No matter what the cost is, you just have to figure out a way. If it's going on a credit card, it's going on a credit card because you can't live without it. So to cap it at $35 must just be a a wonderful thing. What were we reporting just a few years ago that it was hundreds of dollars a month that People were having to come out of pocket on this, and then it. I think a lot of lawmakers started it to spiked, take, yeah, yeah, started to take notice. And it was that in EpiPens we were discussing because I have a um, reaction to bee stings, so I have to have one, and it was super expensive. So that was one of the things we started discussing many years ago. We also, you and I, started discussing um, insulin and the cost of insulin. If there's a win in having a disease, um, th- which there isn't, but if there were, this this would be it. $35. I wish it were free, but $35 is a lot better than the hundreds of dollars folks were spending. Millions of Americans yeah. depend on insulin to survive. Joining us now, Ann Flaherty, Senior National Policy Reporter for ABC News out of Washington. And did this announcement... Uh, how much pressure, I guess, should I say, came from the White House uh, or Congress? Yeah, you know, I, I think everybody looks at this and goes, uh, okay, no drug maker does this out of the kindness of their heart. Right. Um, there has to be a catch. So, you know, of course, Eli Lilly says, you know, look, we've been looking at lowering the cost of insulin since 2016. We've been on this. But in 2021, there was a Senate investigation that really dug deep and and found that the companies in general, there are basically only three makers, and Eli Lilly is one of them, and they were monitoring each other as, as, the, as uh, you know, each company raised their price, they too would raise their price. And it, w- it was almost the opposite of what you would expect um, in, in a capitalist system. So very, very frustrating. And I don't think that investigation got the attention that it should have because it was in the throes of the pandemic and we were all waiting on our vaccine. Uh, but, you know, fast forward to now, you have a president. He says he's running for, for 2024. He's signed a bill into law that says he's not going to pay more than $35 a month for uh, insulin diabetic patients on Medicare. And then you saw this action from Eli Lilly. So, you know, I think what they're looking at is they're reading the tea leaves. They know the pressure is there. And the White House is clearly wanting to make this a political issue ahead of the next election. So by doing this, what do they do? What do they get out of it? They avoid permanent regulation. That is probably the biggest payoff with this. They do not want Washington to start price-fixing drugs. They say that the drug industry in general says that's a very dangerous precedent to go down because they want to be able to charge high prices for certain drugs so they can reinvest that in development. So insulin, obviously a political uh, issue. They're going to take care of that, I think, in the hopes of dodging bigger uh, price fixes down the road. Um, And... I always feel like anytime I go to the pharmacy counter, it is price tag roulette uh, for my the drugs I use for my glaucoma. 
I cannot imagine, and I, you know, I don't need as much as many eye drops as, as folks need insulin who have diabetes. So I cannot imagine um, what people must be going through when they are paying hundreds of dollars a month, and then the price tag just kept going up and up and up over the course. Of, I mean, it's 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 just increased exponentially. So this thirty five dollar cap, in my view, at least you know what what you're going to pay every month, and you can budget. Yeah, and it, you know, and you're absolutely right. Their their most commonly used insulin product, uh, Humalog, is it's raised more than a thousand percent over the past three decades. And keep in mind that this is a medication that was invented, and somebody handed off the patent for one dollar. The person who invented it said, "Look, nobody should make any money off this because this is what people need to survive." And of course, that's not how it's worked out. So. You know, when you look at this and the, the system that we have, and of course, Eli Lilly says, you know, it's not just us. The only thing we can do is set the list price. So we set the list price and then your insurance and the, the pharmacy benefit managers, you know, the CVS care marks and all these. It, it's this convoluted system that then all of those costs get added on and passed on to the consumer. So, you know, it is broken. It's a very broken system. But Congress has been looking at this for some time, and nobody can seem to agree on how to fix it. And in the meantime, what I find interesting is that a lot of Americans are going abroad. I mean, we hear of people going to Canada to get their insulin. You can go to India for all sorts of medical, you know, operations and things like that. And, and I've known people who've done it because it's just so much dramatically less. Mm-hmm. But, you know, of course, FDA saying don't get your medications from overseas because we don't check those pharmacies ourselves. Right. We can't certify them, but it's becoming commonplace. Yeah, and I think, uh, Anne, thank you so much. That's Anne Flaherty from ABC News. She's live with us from Washington, D.C. on this announcement that Eli Will- Lilly is dropping insulin prices, capping them at $35. So, you know, there's no more price tag roulette. If you have diabetes. Yeah. Do I think there's gouging that has gone on, especially for diabetics and insulin? There is no question. I also wonder how much money was made through insulin that is allowed for other mm. cancer drugs to be developed okay. or glaucoma medication or eczema medication, whatever it might be. Uh, they are companies and there are times when their research and development goes nowhere. They spend a ton of money, a billion dollars, trying to find uh, a medicine that works, and it doesn't. So this is a big win for diabetics, but it it became a political football. Insulin became a political football because you're not hearing this for cancer drugs. You're not hearing this for, again, your glaucoma medication. You will, though, I think. I think, and with Anne, what she said, I think companies are worried about regulation from dc and when you they get scared of being regulated they do things to make it so you know they look more kinder and gentler and more helpful to the people who have these diseases through no fault of their own i mean Eh. some of these diseases are our fault you think so oh yeah for sure i mean there's clearly like I can I can tell you all, I don't half like my, my half my health my fault. half my health issues are because uh, I I eat cheeseburgers, <laughs> right? I oh, mean, so you're some saying of this it's is how you how you eat? Okay, yeah. So I don't know where I go from here with that. No, I, I just just the fact that uh, we cannot look for the government to to come in, sweep in, and make us healthy through you know discounted insulin prices. You know the. 
there there's a symbiotic relationship where we're all trying to figure out how can we be healthy? How can we take care of the sick? What responsibility falls on us? How do we let these guys make money so they can keep well, making these drugs? Yeah, and It's make, not as easy as yeah, just saying, you know what, let's cap insulin at 35 bucks. And it's also not as easy as everybody just stop eating cheeseburgers yeah. and you're going to get rid of your diabetes. True. Yep, absolutely. Yeah, it's complicated. It's convoluted. But what I do know is because of the, the pharmaceuticals and the pharmaceutical injury, We've never had more medications to ease suffering and keep people alive and healthy in the history of the world. Like, let's, let's never forget the medicines that we have are miraculous. Absolutely incredible. Straight ahead, I want to talk about death. Um, I want to talk about when you die and your medical debt, specifically your medical debt. It doesn't necessarily die with you. It can get passed on to the spouse who is still alive and grieving. I was trying to grieve the loss of my husband. Investigative reporter for KSL 5 Television, Matt Gephardt, calling the show next to explain how one Utah lawmaker is trying to change that so grieving spouses don't have to foot the medical bill after their spouse passes away.